Webmaster Radio helps you to find your inner peace and help you discover the key to success. Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. Whether you are a newbie or an experienced Internet explorer, it's time to find the answers that you seek. Ask the questions that others are afraid to ask and earn the rewards of your good karma. And now Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. And now here is your host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Hey everybody, welcome back for another excellent show where we're going to be teaching some old dogs new tricks and some helping out some newbies, of course. This week, we're going to be talking about SEO consulting, how to find some good ones and to qualify them. And help me with this, I have Ray Hoffman on the line, a top-of-the-line SEO consultant, only does uh, select clients. Um, she's not a big firm, but she definitely has a very high-quality firm going on there. Hey, Ray, how you doing? Fine, Greg. How are you? Lovely. So, what's going on in SEO consulting world? Anything special? No, not much. Same old, same old. You're not billing a client right now while we're talking, because lawyers just, do that. Just you. <laughs> just you for starting 15 minutes late. Well, they don't know that in podcast world. Thanks for ruining <laughs> that illusion. You're welcome. <laughs> so, everybody listening, sorry for starting late. Um, we're doing some uh, special promotions, um, and actually we're going to be announcing a major league-sized promotion after the uh, first commercial break. So we'll talk about that after that. But um, before we get into SEO consulting, I think we should take a step back. When is a good time to hire someone in-house to do all of your SEO, and when is the time to go outside for SEO resources? Um, well, I think it depends on what you really have for resources. If you have the ability to hire in-house, I, I think that a lot of the times that will be preferred, even if you're just hiring in-house to have the actual grunt work done and using an outside SEO consultant for quote-unquote expertise. Um, I think a lot of smaller businesses end up going outside because they don't have the money to either hire several employees for in-house work or hire somebody with expertise to work on a full-time basis. It's much cheaper for them to get somebody outside. Right. You know, I mean, um, it depends what type of uh, knowledge base you're looking for, as you're saying. You know, lots of times grunt work, you can outsource it elsewhere because it's so hard to do, you know, the very low-level stuff at a cost-effective rate. Um, and then, you know, finding the right people. Well, I think so, it also depends on the size of your site, too. I mean, if you have a 15-page a site targeting a, a geographical area, you're, you're probably not going to need full-time SEO work done um, on a regular basis. Yeah, I, pretty much you're talking like just to get a site audit and a game plan, right? Yeah, get, get the site looked at, make sure that it has no problems, find the areas for improvement, and go ahead and implement those yourself since it's a smaller site and if it's targeting terms that aren't either majorly competitive or that don't require you know, a huge website to get ranks in. Yeah. So for all of those small websites out there that, you know, it just doesn't make sense to hire on a full-time person because it's really only like one week or two weeks a year that they need, or for the large companies that have an SEO problem and all of their people are scratching their heads and can't figure it out, when they finally come to the conclusion they need an outside firm, what's the best way, you know, to uh, research these firms? Well, obviously using the search engines, looking up the firms that you're looking at and the people behind the firms that you're looking at. Um, I think one of the bigger things to ask, especially of the larger SEO firms, is when you go in, it's who's actually going to be doing your work. Um, you know, some of the larger firms have several people that are, are big known names, but are those actually the people that are doing your work? Um, just find out who's doing it before you agree to a price on it. Um, but researching Google, uh, looking at their, their past client sites, if they have uh, references that they can give you, client sites, check out the rankings on those, see what types of backlinks those sites have, um, and what types of rankings on the keywords that are important to them. 
How do you feel about asking for references? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? How do you feel about asking a search firm for references? Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking for references. I know that a lot of my clients certainly wouldn't like me blasting from my site <laughs> um, <laughs> that they're, they're clients for whatever reason, um, whether it be that they don't want their competitors to know where they're getting their SEO from or whether they, they just don't want attention drawn to their sites. But most times clients will let you give a, a personal recommendation that's to a new potential client um, in, in order to to let you know, a client know that you know what you're doing. Yeah. I've actually have had some uh, sticky points um, in the past with that. Um, people ask, you know, they want to know references, but as you say, it's so hard that a client, they really don't want to give away their secret juice, so they ask you not to expose them in any way. You yeah, know. I had uh, one past client who, you know, said, sure, no problem, you know, we'll give you references. And when somebody called them, they wouldn't tell them what industry their site was in. Um, you know, all they would say was that I did a great job. <laughs> um, <laughs> they wouldn't give them any specifics, and I'm thinking that's big help. <laughs> well, I mean, it's better than nothing. Um, uh, I'm just surprised that they actually were willing to take that call because you could probably do a reverse lookup and figure out what websites were theirs, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, some people are funny about that, and some people don't care. Um, a lot of times I have clients that are in, you know, industries where there's really not a lot of SEO action going on. Um, I'd imagine in the, the larger industries, you know, I think the more sites somebody has or the more competitive the industry that they're in, the more paranoid they become um, at people knowing who's doing their SEO work, et cetera. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and... Do you think it's important about how long someone's been in business? Um, yeah, I, I think that that does matter. I think that um, proving that you can sustain yourself through the algorithm changes and that you can continually keep up with things um, is, is definitely something that you want to look for in an SEO. Um, there's been several times, you know, time spans throughout the industry where um, a lot of SEOs figured out how to game whichever engine based on the current algorithm, but when the algorithm changed, they had a hard time, you know, catching up to the way things are versus the way things were. Um, so I think the amount of time that they've been in the industry does have something to do with, with their skill set. Um, if they've been in the industry for, you know, several, several years and are still making money, making clients happy, et cetera. So someone that got a number one ranking in Alta Vista six years ago might not be so good anymore? <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if that's what they're using to uh, get you to sign on with them, yeah, I think I'd ask for uh, some different references. Um, you know, some of the other things that I would look at is not only the amount of time that the SEO has been in the industry, um, but the especially if you're, you're a client who has a, a newer site that's been registered in the last two to three years, um, is ask them for examples of some of their clients that have newer sites. Um, see how fast they've been able to get those clients to rank. I mean, it's, it's not too hard to get a site that's been ranking for six years to continue ranking. Um, but to get a new site up, you know, a year ago that's now ranking in Google and doing very well or even in Yahoo, um, you know, will at least show you that they're, they're up to date with the current times. Yeah. At, at one of these uh, conferences, I was talking with this guy, and he was bragging about how great his SEO consultant was and how he signed him on full-time. Um, and not as a full-time employee, but just bought out all of his consulting hours. And so mm -hmm. I asked him what makes him so great. And he goes, well, he turns my website, you know, from nothing to everything. And so I, you know, at night go back to the hotel room and I look at the site. It turned out the guy had like a 10-year-old site. It was a PR8 historically, like all of his links were all old, and he just had JavaScript on it. And so it looks like the SEO consultant just removed the JavaScript, and the guy, of course, you know, went up overnight. So that's not saying this guy's a great SEO consultant. It just says he saw a simple mistake and he cashed in on it. Well, yeah, and a lot of times, too, like I, I've had clients that have come to me before, which, of course, you know, this story gets repeated at, at every conference, but it is true where you have clients come to you and go, I'm not being indexed in the engines, and they have a robots text 
on their site that's preventing it. <laughs> um, I had another guy who came to me who, who owned a, a travel-related business, and his site was not doing well. And his site was nine years old, um, great inbound links. The entire site was done in Flash. There was no text on the site whatsoever, um, and all the title tags were exactly the same. So um, I, I don't think it would take much of an SEO, you know, to improve that guy's rankings. Um, whereas if you go to an SEO and you have, you know, a generally good site, um, and you're, you know, second, third page in Google, and you're looking to bounce yourself first page, and you've pretty much, you know, exhausted yourself um, as far as what you can think of to do. Um, and you can get an SEO that can take you, you know, from page three to page one. Um, I think that says a lot more for the SEO than if they can take you from page 500 to page four. Oh, definitely. And also, I mean, as you mentioned before, it's great that people can make, you know, fix old sites. But with new sites taking several months to be popping up in Google, um, you really want to make sure you get it right the first time because you don't want to wait, you know, say, three months, four months, five months, six months, and then after six months realize you wrecked the site during the first launch and you have to go through it all over again. Yeah, it's a lot easier to, when, you're, when you have a new site, um, it's a lot easier to make sure you start off correctly than to go and have to fix problems that you've incurred in the engines. Yep. Always uh, the clean slate. You've got to love it. You don't want to mess it up, at least not unintentionally. Right. Um, <laughs> hey, how do you feel about NDAs and non-competes? Uh, I think, it, you know, it's a case-by-case -case situation. This, the thing I always laugh about with, with NDAs um, is, you know, some, some people get really overzealous on them, uh, that they want things that would be public domain anyway, you know, covered under, under an NDA agreement. Um, the other thing is, too, is that uh, NDAs are very easily worked around if somebody really wanted to do it. I think, I think it's important that you trust your consultant with or without the NDA, and I'm not saying not to get the NDA, um, but I'm saying don't base your trust on the consultant on the fact that they'll sign an NDA. Um, as far as non-competes, you know, that, that's going to be a case-by-case -case basis, too. Um, I have one client in a very competitive industry that I do have a non-compete within his industry with, um, but that's not something that I would, I would do for every client simply because there – and it depends on the, the site, too. His site's very focused, very small, and a very specific niche. Um, if you have a site like Amazon.com and you yeah, you're not doing a non-compete, non <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what else can you possibly do? Um, so the other thing is too is that I also sign a non-compete uh, that I won't take on other clients in that industry. However, I, I you know myself, I don't know. I know there's a good portion of SEOs that own their own sites. Mm -hmm. um, you know, myself, I do own my own sites. I don't sign non-competes as far as my sites are concerned, uh, just that I won't, you know, help any of their competitors um, in the industry outside of myself. Yeah, I, I agree because 9 out of 10 NDAs that I come across are generally unnecessary because, as you say, the information's already in public domain. And, you know, even it's just, so unenforceable. There's no way that they can prove the leak came from wherever. That I think, you know, don't worry so much about signing these forms. Worry about finding someone that you honestly trust. Because if you trust them, then obviously they're not going to be going around blabbing your secrets or helping your competition. Right. You know? Because and it's also the same thing in reverse, too. I know a lot of SEOs that have their clients sign, you know, mutual NDAs um, to protect their own information, like as far as their pricing, you know, basically using any reports developed for them outside of, you know, the core business that it was developed for. Um, and it's the same thing. If you don't trust your client, don't bank on that NDA to be the only thing that keeps them trustworthy. Yeah, really go with reputation because reputation is something that takes years to build and can get screwed up in a few minutes, you know. So going after the legal documents, if you really want to do it for formality, fine. But personally, it's just a huge pet peeve to myself, you know. Yeah, one of the other things, too, when you're looking up consultants is I, I wouldn't solely base my opinion just on, I mean, uh, reputation's a great thing to, to base it on, um, you know, whether or not somebody's involved at, at, you know, the online communities, and I don't necessarily mean that they're a moderator, but whether or not they're involved. Um, 
whether or not they they speak at conferences, you know, those are all good things to look at. But I, I think the bigger thing is to look at the consultant yourself, um, maybe look at some of the stuff they've written, some of the stuff they've done, and just kind of make your own judgment. And, you know, keep in mind all of the other great things about them, but just make sure that you've researched the actual person and aren't relying on the word-of-mouth reputation only. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, everyone says you're smart, you know. And... Yeah. <laughs> You know, remind me to hit you with a two-by-four after this. Um, so you're saying it's not important for conference speaking or it's a bonus but not necessary? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a bonus. I think that there are a lot of, to be honest with you, some of the best SEOs I know wouldn't be caught dead on a, a, a conference panel. Um, and it's just, it's not they think there's anything wrong with it. It's just they're either too busy or, you know, they just don't feel, they you know, some of them just don't like the limelight. Um, you know, they just or they're land, paranoid and you know, don't want to slip up a secret in front of 200 people. Exactly. So, I mean, you're it, just because somebody's on a conference panel, um, you know, doesn't necessarily mean they're a great SEO. And just because somebody's not, you know, doesn't mean that they're not as good as, you know, the people that you listen to speak at the conferences or the people who, um, you know, moderate forums, et cetera. Except, of course, all the speakers at PubCon, which are incredibly exceptional. Yeah, I heard that right. Tom <laughs> Hoffman chick doesn't know what she's talking about half the time, though. No, that's, yeah, because, you know, she's been <laughs> partying out with all of her consulting clients the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. We're going to listen to our fabulous sponsors and come right back with a huge PubCon announcement. Stay tuned. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. Smart.com. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BannersRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. you got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. Value Click Media. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at friendfinder.com Now back to Good Karma only on webmasterradio.fm Now here's your host Hey everybody it's Greg Nyland I'm back here and we're talking about SEO consulting with Ray Hoffman who for anyone that's confused raise a check not a guy <laughs> That, that is the most common thing that I got at every conference I ever went to in the early days. And then what's the second comment? You really, those sites aren't really yours? <laughs> <laughs> um, for people that don't know, Ray became uh, infamous. Um, you can go to her blog at SugarRay.com and read how she started in Internet marketing. Um, but then if you want to know how she became infamous in Internet marketing, I'm not going to say what industry, 
but let's just say it was one of the most competitive industries around. And she took a white hat site and took a top ranking with a white hat site. So it's the one in the million times it's ever happened, and Ray's the one that pulled it off. So um, you definitely... Can we put tape over your mouth? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> because if you put tape over my mouth, I can't do this incredible announcement here. All right, well, yeah, you need to go ahead and do that. Right. We are doing the second in history PubCon Good Karma ticket giveaway. We have three PubCon passes for Las Vegas coming up second week of November. Okay, all the Internet marketers are going to be there. The trade show is all filled up, and, of course, the huge parties at the, you know, the night. Um, I don't even know who's sponsoring them just yet. But, you know, it's always just nonstop having fun, but more importantly, nonstop talking with people that actually know what SEO is about and can actually give you good feedback instead of talking with your relatives who just glaze over whenever you mention SEO. So you're probably wondering, how the heck can you get one of these three free full conference passes? By going to goodroy.com for full details, um, but simply listen to Good Karma. This week and the next two weeks, I'm going to be giving away a clue each week. Once you get that clue, head on over to goodroi.com, submit your answer in the uh, comment form, and then once I get your answer, I'm going to put you in the drawing, and then I'm going to pick three people in uh, around October 15th. I'm going to pick three winners, and it's all from that. So each week, listen Submit your answers. That will give you three chances to win. And these tickets are costing like 500 bucks. So this is real money, people. So the, you want to, uh, Ray, do you want to pick the uh, question of the week, or should I pick it? Uh, you can go ahead and pick that. I just wanted to say, though, that uh, PubCon is, is absolutely my favorite conference of the year. Um, I went to my first one in Boston 2003, and the amount of motivation that you get from those things, regardless of anything that goes on in the sessions, the amount of motivation that you get from talking to people in the bars and, and just making friends, some of my best friends from both in the industry and in life came from PubCon. Uh, it, it's definitely worth the price of the airfare ticket and hotel, even if you had to pay for it. The fact that you're giving it away just makes it gravy for somebody who's on the edge. Yeah, and also, as we're mentioning, you know, hanging out at the bars and the late-night parties, and it is called PubCon, I would say probably a slight majority don't drink anything at this event because they're there to make money and they're there to talk business, so they don't want to get drunk, you know, so... Granted, there are a lot of people having a great time, and it's just a fun atmosphere, and everybody's happy, but this is a place where people go to make money, so therefore, it's not, everyone's not drunk. You know, there's a lot of sober people that don't drink, they don't smoke, they don't gamble. They're there to hang out in a comfortable room and talk shop with smart people. Right. All right. So the question this week is... In the robots.txt forum at Webmaster World, so go on over to webmasterworld.com and tell me who is the new moderator. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, do you? Yeah. That, I think you just took shameless self-promotion to a new level. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Come on. No more hints. That's a big enough hint. So go over to Webmaster World. Check out who's the new moderator at robots.txt. Here it's a really smart person. And um, get a free chance at a PubCon pass. Thank you. That's excellent. All right. Um, hey, what's your uh, position on uh, guarantees from SEO consultants? Uh, you mean like just in general? Yeah. Well, I think that I don't think anybody except maybe a PPC marketer can, with an unlimited budget can guarantee you number one in any of the engines. Um, as far as guarantees from SEOs, I would just you know request that you know guarantee that they do what they say they're going to do. Um, as far as the type of work that they're going to do for you, if they say they're you know going to optimize all of your on-page content, your title tags, or what have you, just make sure that that's done if they're delivering specific reports to you or providing link development for you. Um, I think the only thing that they can really guarantee is that it's done and it's done to the specifications that they told you. 
um, it would be done. But as far as guaranteeing rankings, that's just not something anybody outside of a Google, Yahoo, or MSN employee who can't SEO consult can do. Yeah. Um, you know, as you're saying, PPC, you can totally do it. Um, some of the engines, not Google, but some of the engines have um, paid inclusion programs going on. Um, you know, and there's different ways. Right, but that only guarantees you're included, not that you're ranking. Correct. You know, it's, well, I'm just going, you know, things that can be guaranteed. Right. Um, so, you know, there are different things that can be handled, but really you're going on reputation. And if you pick a good person that does have a good reputation, well, they built that reputation not by being lucky. You know, whereas if they are guaranteeing something, read that fine print because I'm sure something is weird. Um, like the guys that say install our toolbar and we'll guarantee you'll come up number one. Right. Um, I think I think the other thing, the only other thing that I would look at as far as, as guarantees is, um, you know, if a client wants to make sure that they 150% stay within the search engine's guidelines, and I'm not saying that a client should or shouldn't decide to do that, um, but if a client does decide that they want to stay, you know, 150% within the search engine's guidelines, um, you know, I think, I think it's fair of them to ask for a guarantee from the SEO that, you know, they won't do anything that knowingly violates the Google guidelines without first discussing it from them and getting prior approval. Yeah. Um... And next question, let's talk about all the different services people can um, pick up in the SEO consulting world. Um, can you repeat that one more time for me? I'm sorry, Greg. Oh, geez. Just because you're in Florida, you know, you don't even have a hurricane on top of you just yet. I know, but it's, it's hot and I'm fainting from the heat and my hearing's going, so. Well, you are an old woman. Um, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> Hey, what are the uh, different services that people can get from SEO Consulting? Um, if, you know, people are wondering, okay, SEO Consulting, it's all great. It can do wonders. But what specifically can the SEO Consultants do? Oh, I, I think that that's a very wide scale. I mean, you, you can hire an SEO firm that literally will do everything so that you never, ever have to touch your website. They'll handle web development, web design, link development, on-page SEO. Um, they'll even handle your hosting and your domain registration. I mean, there are some SEOs out there that do that. Uh, you know, me, I'm a kind of never-put-all-your-eggs-in-one-basket type person. But, um, you know, then you can also find uh, – I, I think one of the things you've got to look at is do you want an SEO firm or do you want an SEO consultant? An SEO firm is pretty much a, a one-stop shop that's going to do everything for you, which is great depending on your needs. Um, an SEO consultant, I think, would be more who people who have large amounts of staff or even have an in-house SEO staff would lean towards. SEO consultants can do everything from site auditing, which we call it site auditing internally in the industry. I don't think many people outside the industry fully grasp what that is. But basically, if your site has a problem in the search engines, um, or even if it doesn't have a problem in the search engines, a, a site audit just basically looks at all factors of your website and decides whether or not your website has problems, and if it does, details for you how to fix them. Um, but you can get, you know, you can outsource link development. I mean, you can outsource pretty much anything that you want to. It's just a matter of how much control do you want to give up um, and what types of services you feel you need help in. And the obvious follow-up question, how much is it all going to cost? That varies, too. Um, you know, I can tell you that anybody who's offering to do your SEO for 100 bucks a month... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Like that, I'm sorry, Eddie. Um, doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, there, there's, there's no – if you're a decent SEO, you can make more running your own sites um, than that. And I've seen the offers, and I'm sure everybody else gets them in their email every day. You know, DearDomain.com, we noticed your site wasn't ranking very highly in the search engines for just $150 a month. Um, you know, stuff like that is obviously crap. Uh, at, at the same time, I think that there are a lot of good SEOs out there that cater to small businesses um, and probably have, you know, median range pricing uh, that's meant for small business owners. They take on more clients because the sites tend to be smaller and aiming at less competitive terms. Um, so they're able to make a good amount of money doing it that way. And I think, you know, if you go after a, a brand name SEO or if you're a large company that's going to expect a lot of feedback and reporting and hand-holding, or if you're in an industry that's, that's massively competitive um, and you own a very large site, 
uh, or you own multiple sites, I think you're going to pay more for the SEO based on how much SEO work you actually need and who it is that you want doing your SEO work. Yep. I don't um, think that there's a, a, a firm price that you can put on SEO and say, okay, well, it's going to cost you between you know, X amount of dollars a month and X amount of dollars a month because there's just too many invariables involved. It's, it's usually a case-by-case basis. That said, some SEOs list their pricing outright, some quote based on the project, so it just depends. Yeah, and also, um, you know, some people's name recognition will get into play here because if they have a name, they're just getting so many offers that they're just going to raise the price um, to knock out some of the other people and just have that as a natural selection process. Yeah, and it's it's not it's not necessarily them saying you know oh well, I can gouge for a few more dollars because I have a reputation. It's more that you know once you get to the point where you have a reputation and you're one of the the bigger people in the industry, um, you know you end up with a pretty tight schedule. So it, it becomes almost I don't want to say auction based, but you know basically okay I have X amount of hours that I can devote to consulting. Um, per month and how I make the selection between which clients get that, you know, eventually once the demand for your time is consistently exceeding what time you have available, um, I think the only thing that you can do is raise the prices um, to give people who are willing to pay more for your time a shot to actually get it. and, you know, people who can't afford to pay as much for your time, uh, I'm not saying, you know, they're, they're SOL. A lot of bigger SEOs, uh, SEO Moz is one of them, has a list of recommended providers that, you know, if he can't provide you services, if he doesn't have the time to provide you services, um, or if he just, you know, if you're out of his price, or if he's out of your price range, you know, he has a list of SEOs that you can go to in his place. Um, so I don't think it's that SEOs want to leave people, you know, high and dry. If you can't afford to pay me, that's it. No SEO work. Um, it's just a matter of after a certain amount of time, you have to place a value on your time, and as more and more demand is on your time, the value of your time goes up. Yeah, and also, I mean, top-level SEOs, if they just spend that their own time and don't deal with clients and develop their own sites, they're going to be making a very nice, you know, penny, right. um, or a few million pennies. But <laughs> so, you know, you have to say make it worth their time not to develop a website that they're going to own and it's going to give them residual income month after month and say, do my project, come on short-term or long-term, and, you know, it's better for you to deal with me than to do your own stuff. Because, you know, if an SEO consultant is really good at what they're doing, then, hey, they can go in and they can create incredible AdSense uh, sites, incredible affiliate sites, you know, just do so much uh, good money-making websites that if you want these people to do your stuff, you need to be willing to pay them enough money that it's, you know, feasible for them to say, yeah, you know, I'm going to stop working on my own stuff and go work on yours. Yeah, and I'm not saying you necessarily have to, you know, pay exorbitant amounts of money, but you just have to be realistic and say, look, if this person knows what they're, you know, what I want them to know, then I should pay them accordingly. Otherwise, they're going to do their own stuff and ignore me. Well, and I think it's also going to come down to, I, I think another thing to look at when you're looking at pricing and SEO is how much value are you going to get out of that SEO. I mean, if you, if you own a, a local store that sells engraved baby bibs, um, you know, for three bucks a pop, I don't think you should be going out and hiring a $5,000, you know, an SEO to do an audit for $5,000. Um, it, it probably isn't going to make much sense as far as ROI. <laughs> um, however, if you own a business that you're like, you know, if I can get into the top 10 in Google for, you know, this list of 20 search terms, it's going to increase my revenue by $1 million for the year, then, yeah, I think you can afford to probably spend $5,000 on an SEO audit or whatever the price is. I'm pulling one out of, out of thin air. Um, but whatever the price is, and, and go ahead and um, – I, I apologize. Somebody is waving at me. Um, go ahead and, and um, decide – you know, that, that it is going to be an effective ROI for you. So I, I think it does somewhat depend on how much ROI you can get out of the SEO in regards to how much you can afford to spend. Yeah, and I mean, um, for instance, like if you're talking about lawyers um, and they're going after, um, you know, like mesothelioma or something, 
that is, number one, so competitive, it's going to require a lot of work. Number two, they're also going to be making so much money. So if a consultant goes into a mesothelioma, number one, they know they have a lot of work ahead of them. Number right. two, they know if they made that site for themselves, they would make a ton of money if it is successful. So therefore, as a mesothelioma lawyer hiring an SEO consultant, you need to take that into account and be prepared to pony up some big money. Otherwise, you're probably not going to be happy with the results you get because anyone that's going to take on a mesothelioma project and do it for like a 1000 bucks a month, they're going to be terrible, and they're not right. going to give you what you want, you know? So you got to be, you know, realistic expectations. Whereas, whereas, like I said, you know, the Baby Bib website could could easily get top rankings for probably less than that by the same SEO because the amount of work that it's going to take is much less. Yeah, um, you look at the uh, Baby Bibs uh, SERPs the uh, the right way, and it'll change right in front of your eyes. <laughs> hey, um, did you get that special? Um, button from uh, Matt? Special button? Yeah, the button that reorganizes the SERPs on demand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think I was on that list. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't even think Matt's mother is on that list. <laughs> well, Matt's got that button on his blog. we got to get one of those. Yeah. Um, we're going to take another quick commercial break. Stay tuned, everybody. We're going to be right back with Ray Hoffman talking about SEO consultants. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes, ClickTracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what ClickTracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. Now back to Good Karma, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody, it's Greg Nyland here. We're talking about SEO consultants, how to hire them, how to qualify them. And pretty soon, we're also going to talk about, from an SEO consultant's point of view, how to handle and keep or get rid of clients. Um, before we do that, though, I'm going to do a public service announcement. October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So one of my favorite pet projects um, uh, that I've come across, it's, I think, in the fourth year going on, it's boobithon.com. <laughs> I love that thing. Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, a bunch of bloggers get together. They post um, pictures of the rack, otherwise known as the boobies. 
um, no faces, nothing else, you know, um, and in it's an effort to just awareness of breast cancer and also to raise donations for breast cancer. So head on over there, um, contribute a photo, contribute money, or just tell someone, hey, you know, breast cancer awareness, make sure you're healthy and all that good stuff. So um, public service. You're going to be contributing now. a photo? I've hmm? heard your rack's pretty good. My rack is incredible. Uh, that's what I've heard, second only to your hair. Yeah. My man boobies will outshine anyone's. <laughs> I will put up um, a photo there if uh, if someone can show me that they donated some money, I'll get a man shot up there. All right, that'll work. I'll be the first to donate. Okay, excellent. Um, but back to the matter at hand here. We're talking about consulting and... Do you think consultants need to be white hat, or is it better to go after a black hat because they know all the, you know, the tricks and all that stuff? <laughs> um, I think, I, you know, I, I, I know that I've been quoted on several blogs for a comment that I, I made a long time ago, and that was that every, every black hat SEO I've ever known can white hat their asses off. Um, you know, in in my opinion, all SEO is SEO. Uh, you know, people who are, are termed black hats, uh, pretty much just have figured out how to do SEO um, in a way that's against the search engine guidelines in most cases, that's quicker, that's faster, and that's more automated. Um, so I, I, I think that, it, you know, if they're a good SEO, whether they're white hat or black hat, doesn't matter. Um, I think where, where you may have concerns are if you don't want anything, you know, quote-unquote black hat being done to your site, uh, you need to be up front with the consultant. And I will tell you that a good consultant, even if they do, you know, quote-unquote black hat for themselves, isn't going to do anything with a client site that a client doesn't want them to do. Um, you know, most black hats also know that, you know, they're, they're to use a phrase that oil man used years ago, you know, they're, they're burning and churning their domains. Uh, they don't expect these domains to be around for a long time. And when they're looking at client sites, client sites are expecting to be around for a long time. They know that. Um, and good, as good, reputable SEOs will treat a client site accordingly, whether they're black hat or they're white hat. Um, you know, I, I, have dabbled on both sides of the fence. I think one of the other, you know, one of the other paranoias that I see in clients a lot um, is that if you're known for doing, you know, black hat work, they worry that if the search engines find out you're their consultant, they're automatically going to be banned because the search engines hate you. Um, and I, I can I, tell you that's <laughs> totally opposite because being black hat, we're already on a first name basis with the guys at Googleplex. <laughs> well, I don't even, I don't think that they get any type of, you know, special treatment or anything along those lines. I think it's more that, I, I think the, the search engines are able to discern client work from private work as well. I mean, search engines aren't going to walk around banning sites simply because, you know, so-and-so is their SEO consultant. It, it may cause you to be looked at a little harder, um, but, you know, they're not just going to walk around going, well, you know, we can't find your private network of sites, so we're going to start banning your clients. Um, that, that, to me, would be completely unethical, and I don't see any major search engine taking that approach um, to they the SEOs they know are black hat. Yeah, and I mean, I, I actually think they like to see us do this, um, you know, when black hats start doing consulting, because number one, it helps educate the engineers in a very, like, white hat way of what, we're, um, what black hats do to, you know, the nth degree. Pretty much, you know, we watered down our secret sauce to something that was totally undetect undetectable and going hardcore into something lighter for, like, the baby bib site. Because if you're going to do something hardcore in baby bibs, you're going to be so above the radar, you're going to get banned, so it's not worth it. But well, I think, the, I think the whole white hat, black hat, hat thing is bullshit anyway because bottom line is, is it's all SEO. It's just SEO based upon what type of risks you want to take. People tend to, to put people that take huge risks into a black hat category and to take, put people who take you know, very little risk into a white hat category. Um, but it, it's all SEO. It's just you know, what type of risks are you going to take with a site. If you have a site that you want to be around in six years, you don't want to take risks with that site. But the majority of, you know, quote-unquote professional black hats don't expect these sites to be around in six years. They know damn well they're going to throw up 100 domains. It's going to last six months to a year. It's going to be burned, and they're going to repeat the process every because day, every week, every during month, the six et cetera. Months. Huh? Yeah, because it was profitable for the six months that it was live. 
Exactly. So I, I don't think, I, I, I think, you know, labeling an SEO consultant into one category or, or the other is just complete bullshit. Yeah. Speaking of bullshit, let's talk about <laughs> some horror stories of going consulting. You mean from, like, bad clients? Oh, we could do or, that. Or people who have hired bad consultants. Either way. Things to avoid when you're doing the consulting world. Um, well, I think if you're, if you're a client and you're looking for a consultant, you know, you definitely don't want to have any hidden links on your site. You don't want to have, have to link back to your SEO. I mean, if, if an SEO has to get his link popularity from his clients, uh, there's probably something wrong with him. Um, I, I think just all the basics, you know, that the, the engines ask you to stay away from. I also think, you know, sending somebody money up front before you see work done if you're not sure of their reputation because, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with, with high-level SEOs that are charging large fees, obviously they're going to, most of them will expect some type of deposit um, in order to spend their resources working on your stuff. But I, I think if you're, you're paying for things up front and to, to an SEO whose reputation you don't know, who doesn't care if their reputation's trashed, um, you might run into two problems. Um, you know, most of the stuff, most of the horror stories are just things that you see about online. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of your accounts, uh, you can't really talk about, you know, the successes you've had because they don't want to expose themselves to any competition. Um, yeah, in, in, in my case, I, I have a lot of issue with, with it being known that I, I've been on that darker side of the fence at several times in my life. Um, so... <laughs> People worry about, uh, you know, being associated with that, even though they know that what I'm doing on their site is 100% up front. <laughs> well, I mean, you're t- pretty much you're telling them what to do and helping them implement it. But Well, and don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that a consultant has to follow the search engine's guidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, I think you were there when we had this conversation at New York SES last year with, with a group of several people. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's absolute crap to think that in order to be, again, a good SEO, you have to follow the search engine's guidelines no matter what. Um, if a client comes to you and says to you, I want you to do this, I know this is against the search engine's guidelines, I know that this could tank my site, but I want you to do it anyway. If you've explained to the client the risks of doing it, and the client still wants you to do it, I mean, my, my ethics as far as, you know, I, you hear that, that shit all the time about hiring ethical SEO, you know, and my, my general standpoint on that is my ethical flies to my client and not to the search engines. Um, so I, I'm not saying that a, a good consultant, I don't want anybody to misinterpret that, you know, a good consultant is walking around wearing a gleaming white halo at all times. Um, I think that a good consultant makes sure that their clients are aware of, of any possible effects that anything you do to their site has and agrees to the, the risk or lack thereof. Um, of what it is you plan to implement before you implement it. Yep. Um, and where would you say is a good place to find SEO consultants, other than, of course, the bar at PubCon or SES? Um, yeah, I would say PubCon, SES. I would say, you know, uh, if, you're, if you frequent any of the message board forums, like, you know, Webmaster World or Search Engine Watch, um, uh, what's that other one, Digital Point? If you frequent, like, any of those types of places, you know, watch for the people that seem to be respected by the other community members. Uh, watch their posts. If you see somebody that, you know, posts something that you think is incredible or, or insightful, you know, bookmark the posts of, of people that you like and see, you know, which members are, are constantly posting information that you think is good information. Um, also, uh, there's a directory, SEO Consultants Directory, uh, or it's actually, what is it, SEOConsultants.com, I believe. Yeah, SEOConsultants.com, um, excellent place to, to find an SEO. They have uh, a, you know, it, it does require a fee to get into their directory. You have to update your, your profile like every 30 or 60 or 90 days. I forget what it is. Um, but, you know, it, it's a way of making sure that you're finding fresh SEO firms that have somebody go in there, going in there, editing their information every single month to keep their information up to date um, and are also, you know, paying you know, it, it's not a huge fee. It's only a couple hundred dollars, but um, that are also at least paying some kind of fee to, to have themselves listed in it. Uh, and it gives a lot of information on, on the SEO consultants, you know, any uh, uh, relationships they have, um, any recognition, honors, speaking, et cetera. So, I, 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 you know, I've gone through it a few times, and I've looked at a lot of the people listed in there, and it looks like a pretty decent place uh, to find consultants. 
Yeah, and if you are an, a consultant and you're looking for work, that's a great place to list your site. Um, there is a bit of a fee there, but that's because they're verifying the information and there are real humans behind that. Well, and the other thing to remember, too, is that this directory ranks number one for SEO consultant in Google. Um, so they've kind of already done the work for you. <laughs> Um, and most SEOs, you know, in all honesty, most, most SEOs, if they're good SEOs, they're working on their own private sites and their own client sites, um, you know, and a lot of them, you know, aren't necessarily trying to be number one for, you know, search engine optimization, et cetera, especially for a consultant that's a one-man shop. All righty. Um, well, we're about to go put you into the uh, hot seat. So everybody in the chat room, Thursday, October 5th, if you're listening in the chat room, now's the time to ask your questions. If you're listening and it's not Thursday, October 5th, so sorry. Um, but you can get in contact with Ray if you have a question at sugarray.com. And Ray, final words as people are typing in their questions to you in the chat room? Um, yeah, it took me about three hours to beat Super Mario Brothers Rusty when I first got it. <laughs> and in case people uh, have seen your post over at Webmaster World or have seen you speak at SES or PubCon um, or for some reason like the way you talk, um, how can they get in contact with you for consulting? Or are you, are you accepting new clients right now? Um, about 25% of my, uh, I limit about 25% of my time to consulting clients. I don't like to go over that just because I have so many of my own sites and own projects that I'm working on. Um, but uh, pretty much through my blog, SugarA.com, or just email me at Ray at Sugar A, and it's Ray with an E, which is for girls. Ray with a Y is for boys. Uh, someone in the chat room says she sounds pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's why they call me Cat Chat Candy. No, um, no. Uh, uh, gee, thanks. Uh, I, I don't know. You'd have to ask uh, some of the people who have seen me whether or not that's that's a truthful statement or there's pics up on my blog. So, um, all right. Question for you: What are your thoughts on alternative pages? How similar is dangerous? Hmm. Are, are, are you talking about, like, just within a client site, how similar of a page is too dangerous to get held by the content filter? That's what I'm thinking. Um, I, I, you know, I don't want to give a percentage. Um, I, I think, you know, just I, I, I wouldn't necessarily put a, a page that consists of 95% the same template as every other page of the site in three sentences of text um, up on a site. Uh, I, I would say, you know, as far as for for code-to-text ratio, um, you know, I think you want to have more text than you have code. If you're talking about uh, as far as, like, unique content, mm -hmm. um, I actually wrote a post on that on my blog called, do you know what the hell it's called? I don't know. I think it's when unique content is not unique or something along those lines. Um, but basically there's a post on my blog that, that goes pretty much into detail on my opinions of, of, what is unique content versus what is not unique content. So if people are really interested, they can read it there. All righty. Um, and again, someone in the chat room didn't hear me clearly when um, I mentioned your uh, website. So what is your website and what is on your website for everybody listening? Uh, my website sugarray.com s u g a r r r yeah r r r um, s u g a r r a e dot com and it's pretty much just a blog with my ramblings at this moment in time. Like I said, I'm I'm not a consulting firm, so you know you're not going to go there and get a sales pitch on the first page. You're pretty much going to see my most of the time sober ramblings. Um, and there's an about me page on there. There's a consulting page on there. Uh, so you know, if people are really interested in that information, they can. But uh, pretty much, I post you know every once, every week, week and a half with whatever it is that's on my mind. So, um, are most SEOs great programmers? Uh, no, actually, um, I, I think that that having a knowledge of programming definitely gives you a step up. Um, I don't, or I, I don't want to say a step up. I don't want to say it puts you above an SEO that doesn't, um, but uh, a jump start, I guess. 
mm-hmm. is the word I'm looking for. You know, it, it, it takes away a little bit of the learning curve um, when you're learning SEO. I, I think it's very possible to be a good SEO without being a programmer, um, providing you're smart enough to hire good programmers. Very true. <laughs> So um, it, it, it's pretty much, you know, uh, I, I think that SEOs definitely have the ability to go out there and learn, you know, PHP and Python and, and everything along those lines. But the question is, you know, what's going to cost you more? Are you taking your time to learn that and doing it yourself? I mean, I'm, maybe I'm just incredibly lazy, um, but, <laughs> um, you know, I don't write any of my own content anymore. I don't do any of my own programming anymore. Um, I don't do any of my own web design anymore. I have people that I hire to do that stuff uh, because it's more profitable for me to pay them to spend their time than to take my time and spend it on that when I could be spending it on something else. Yep. Um, someone in the chat room posted, the clients want to know how they will benefit. I think that's pretty obvious, but, Ray, how does a client benefit from SEO consulting? No, you know, there, there's, I, I don't think clients do realize 100% of the time how they should be benefiting from SEO consulting. Um, you know, I, I would say ultimately for me the way that a client would benefit from SEO consulting is that any problems that their site has have been fixed, um, that they're being indexed well by the search engines, that they're uh, in a position where they're able to get good links um, and that they're in a position where their rankings are improving in the search engines. Um, however, there are a lot of, of people out there who read articles on the Internet from SEO. And one of the problems that we have in our industry uh, is that information changes like lightning. So what was true a year ago may be completely opposite now. So I think that you do have a lot of clients that run around and read an article from 2001, and they're like, oh, I need a page rank 8. Um, you know, and things along those lines. So I, I think that there are some SEOs that are probably dealing with unrealistic expectations by a client um, as far as, you know, well, I want my PR to improve, and, and there's a huge threat at Webmaster World right now. Um, it's called something like does, does Google reward backlink sellers and buyers? Um, and, you know, basically there's been a huge argument in there about, you know, people uh, saying that, you know, page rank, improving your page rank by, buying links is a benefit, um, whereas to me, you know, the, the toolbar page rank, um, which is the little green pixels that you see in the bar, I wouldn't consider a benefit because unless, you know, your rankings are improving along with that number, it doesn't mean anything. Um, and even if your rankings are improving along with that number, the benefit is that your rankings are improving, not that your, your toolbar count is going up. Um, so I, I think there are some unrealistic expectations out there, but I think what you ex- should expect is an SEO to be forthcoming and honest with you, let you know what they're doing on their site, on, on your site, um, let you know why they're doing it. That said, they're not going to hand you a blueprint, um, you know, that teaches you step-by-step step how to do it. You're hiring them to do something. Um, and, you know, a lot of SEO is, is I don't want to say trade secret, but, you know, is, is something you don't want to hand to somebody else on a silver platter. Um, but I think just knowing what they're doing, why they're doing it, when they're doing it, um, and seeing an improvement in your site in the search engine rankings uh, would be the, the and, and also of your indexing would be the basics that I would be looking for um, as far as, okay, this SEO did what they were supposed to do. Yep. And I think this is going to be the last question we have time for. Sorry, everybody who has asked for questions that we haven't gotten a chance to, um, but hopefully uh, Ray will stay in the chat room and answer them uh, there. Last question is, are there applications out there that can do site audits? Um, yeah, I think you may. I, I answered this in the chat room, but I'll go ahead and answer this. Uh, again, I answered it on the last break. Um, there are, I, I, I don't know of any off-the-shelf applications that will do a site audit. Um, also, what SEOs tend to look at during site audits uh, might vary a little bit by SEO. Of course, we're all going to be looking at page titles. Um, but I, I think every SEO has... Uh, you know, signs of problems or of, of, of trust or of, of ranking issues or on-page issues that they're looking for in the search engine. Um, I, I've never seen an off-the-box solution, uh, out-of-the-box solution or off-the-shelf, uh, but I do know several people that have built those. I, I actually built my own application in-house. Um, I, it was actually the reason why I did a post a long time ago on uh, mechanical grunts, and that, that's basically what my... my site audit tool is to me. Um, you know, the easiest way that I can explain it to most people is it's like a doctor and a nurse. You know, when you go in to visit the doctor, the nurse comes in, and she takes your blood pressure, and she asks you how you're feeling and your temperature, and, and pretty much does the things that, that anybody could do. 
Um, and she writes all that information down for the doctor, and then the doctor comes in, analyzes it, makes the diagnosis, and prescribes your treatment. And it's the same thing with people who have built automated uh, site audit technology um, that, you know, basically the, the site audit program that I have goes out and does all of the grunt work, formats it into a, a um, layout that I've requested, um, and then I basically go in and look at that information and dig deeper where I need to dig deeper, you know, myself. Um, and I'm able to, you know, pinpoint the problems, pinpoint what isn't a problem, know where to dig deeper, know where I don't need to dig any further. Um, you know, I, I think it just it saves myself time. Uh, you know, I, I don't really think that I need to be, you know, looking through their search engine results by hand to look at their page titles on every page, um, things along those lines. So I, I think it helps with my time. I think it helps me charge the client less because I'm not wasting my time doing things like that. Um, and it's not that expensive of a program to develop. You know, I mean, it, it wasn't, you know, under $500 or anything along those lines, but it's not in the $10,000 range. Um, so it, it's not that expensive of a program to develop. I think the big thing when you're developing, um, you know, something that's, that's working to be like basically an audit helper um, is that, you know, you know what you're doing and know what it is that you're looking for in an audit. Um, that said, I don't know too many SEOs who are going to say, well, yeah, this is exactly what I look for when I'm looking at an audit because if this problem exists, then this problem probably exists because that's what makes them a good SEO is that they know how to look at that very basic information that's been crawled by you know, a mechanical program and interpret it into something that's useful to the client. Excellent. Whew. <laughs> I wish we could go for, like, another full hour. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, um, and there's still a bunch of questions in the chat room, so we'll have to get you back on the show for another go-around. Um, thanks so much for being on, Ray. And thanks. Once again, I enjoyed it. Anything for you, Greg. You know that. I try. Um, check out goodroi.com for details on the Webmaster World's PubCon Pass giveaway. Check out SugarRay.com for all of Ray's insightful posts and also some of her more humorous writings. And go over to Boobithon.com and go help out Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Have a great Hi, week, everybody. Thanks, Ray. Thanks. Bye. Bye.